If you've ever really wanted to live a fruitful life in God's kingdom and learn what John 15 is all about, that great parable of the vine and the branches, I'm going to dive into that today here on God's Plan for Living. Well, hey, my friend, welcome to God's Plan for Living. I'm Matt Tommy. Super glad that you are here. Recently, for my 50th birthday, uh, Tanya and I actually went out to a muscadine farm, which I don't know if you ever have even been to a muscadine farm or even know what a muscadine is. Uh, if you grew up in the South uh, here in the U.S., you probably do, but we grew up eating them. They're, they're kind of a, a, a native, uh, I don't know if they're actually native, but they're, they're a very, very common uh, wild grape that we have here in the South. It's got kind of a, a thick skin. It's got seeds in it. We grew up uh, pulling these things out of uh, vines in the trees. And my dad had a 15 acre uh, farm there, uh, you know, recently, and he had a bunch of muscadines and, and scuppinons, we call the white ones, uh, you know, growing there. And I just, I love them. Some people don't like them. I love them. I've, I found that they are just super, super sweet. And they're kind of like watermelon in that you have to, to kind of chew the flesh and then also spit out the seeds. And there's kind of an art to it. I could go into it, but I'm not going to go into all the art of it. But, but it, it was a wonderful, wonderful time, uh, that we had. It was actually kind of interesting the way we we got there. We were supposed to be in Charleston, South Carolina for uh, a conference. And all the years I've been speaking, uh, it's really crazy. I don't know that I've ever had a conference that that got canceled at the last minute, but this one did for various uh, reasons. And so the weird thing was we had planned to drive back from uh, East Texas, where we're living now, through Asheville, spend my 50th birthday there with some friends. We got an Airbnb and and all this. And then we're going to drive into Charleston and actually go to, you know, do the conference and then drive back, kind of make a little trip of it. And because the conference got canceled, you know, the whole thing kind of got just thrown to the wind. And I was like, well, great. You know, my 50th birthday, this is supposed to be a big time. We're going to go back and see friends and go to some of our favorite restaurants and all that. And kind of there we were. And so I was having a little bit of a pity party about it and, you know, just trying to figure out what we were going to do. And I woke up on Saturday morning, which was the day before my 50th birthday. And uh, as I was waking up, the Lord reminded me, he said, you remember how you've been wanting to go to, to that muscadine farm that you guys found, you know, here in, in East Texas? And I'm like, yeah, you know, kind of in that waking and, and sleeping time. And he said, uh, today's the day. I want you guys to go over there. He said, I wanted you to be in East Texas, the land that I've moved you to. Uh, he said, I wanted you to be there so that you could enjoy the fruit and eat the fruit uh, of the land that you're living in now. And I was like, whoa, this is going to be great. I just like really sense that the Lord was beginning to say something. And uh, so we piled in the car, uh, got in, you know, got in the car pretty early and and I uh, just kind of took off, grabbed our coffee and and went over there about an hour away. And it was beautiful. The sun was just coming up over the vineyard and we got out there and met the owners. We got several bottles of wine to take home. We picked probably I think 15 or 16 pounds of muscadines to bring home, which I promptly ate a bunch of them uh, on the way home, as well as we made a bunch of jelly, muscadine jelly that uh, is just super, super good. But it was just a beautiful, beautiful 
reminder of what God is doing in this season and, and the faithfulness that he had for us. In fact, we, uh, when I got back several days later, I put this on Facebook and a friend of mine, uh, you know, texted me and he said, you know, right before uh, the day before that, you know, you put that on there about going to the vineyard for your birthday. He said, I actually got a prophetic word for you about legacy and about the Lord wanting you to enjoy the fruit of your labor. And then I saw all the stuff you put on there about the vineyard. So, I mean, it's been this kind of season of like vineyard and grapes and fruit and all this. And I, I really wanted to talk to you guys about uh, John 15 and this whole uh, beautiful, beautiful scripture and passage of scripture about fruitfulness in the Lord, because it really is uh, designed to be something that flows naturally out of our life, not something that we are striving for. I don't know how you grew up in the body of Christ or if you grew up in the body of Christ and that sort of thing, but I kind of grew up in a religious sort of striving mentality, doing things for the Lord and being faithful to him. And and that meant working hard for him and, you know, laying everything else to the side and being up at the church all the time and, and just doing all that sort of stuff within the context of the church. And uh, while a lot of that was good and it built, you know, some foundation in me of, of, of some things, it also kind of built in a, a workaholism religiosity in me as well that I've really uh, had to allow the Lord to, to break and, and sort of jettison my heart from. But what I love about John 15 is that it shows the easiness of fruitfulness in our life, the way it's supposed to happen and some of the other things that the Lord wants to do along the way. And so I wanted to jump in uh, to some of that with you today and just, just kind of talk about that. As we look at John uh, 15, 1 through 4, it's kind of two sections, 1 through 4 and then also 5 through 8. 1 through 4 says this, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Now, I don't know if that's ever scared you before, (laughs) but, you know, growing up, I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to get pruned. You know, I want to be connected to the Lord and that sort of thing. But the interesting thing about this verse, you know, that, that first part of that where it says, you know, Jesus is saying, I'm the vine, my father is the gardener or the vine dresser, you know, so there's there's this beautiful relationship there in, in that the father has planted the son, you know, beautifully uh, as as the vine. I, I just love that, that, that is producing the fruit of, of our lives and that, you know, the Christ life living through us, how beautiful. But then he says this thing of, you know, he cuts off, the father cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Now, it's super important that you realize that the pruning of the Lord, when this comes to your life, it's not becoming because you're in trouble. It's coming because you're doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. In other words, you're producing fruit. You've been faithful. You've been connected. God is pleased with you. I think it's so important for all of us as believers to take a moment and realize that when pruning happens in our life, the first thing that the enemy is going to come and do is accuse you of doing something wrong, right? You messed up. God's going to get you. He's not pruning you. He's cutting you off. You're going in the fire, baby. I mean, you know, just this whole thing, like you're out to lunch. You've lost it all. You know, the whole thing is over. You might as well just give up. 
but that's not the truth. There are seasons in our life, seasons of planting, seasons of fruitfulness. Yes, seasons of pruning and and winter to allow our energy to be restored, allow vision to, to come back to us again and allow us to sprout again in the spring. And I think that part of what you learn as you walk with the Lord over the years is that you realize there are these seasons, these rhythms to life in the Lord and pruning is a part of it, not to kill you, but in order to bring forth even more fruit uh, in your life, which is just super, super important. Now, if we keep rolling with this verse, uh, in verse three, it says, you are already clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. So remain in me and I also remain in you. Again, he's saying what? Stay connected. All right. Don't run off trying to do this thing yourself. No branch, Jesus says, can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Now, listen, this is just the classic, you know, uh, warning and, and invitation from Jesus to not strive in your life, right? To enter into what, what the message Bible calls the unforced rhythms of his grace, right? To, to just stay in this place of connection. But again, the thing the enemy wants to come and do in the middle of our life, especially when fruitfulness is happening, especially when things are going great. What does he do? He, he said, oh man, all this fruit is because of you. All these ideas, this is you, man, keep going. You don't, you don't have to do your quiet time today. You don't have to ask the Lord about that. You don't have to take time to, to worship and be in his presence. Forget journaling. That takes so long, man. You need to get out the door in the morning and get on to work. All of a sudden we start believing our own press, right? We start thinking, I'm the one that created all of this fruit. And Jesus is like, don't buy into the lie. Don't buy into the lie that you can't do anything unless you remain in me. You can't produce any fruit because that fruit, again, is the natural uh, result of connection with him. It can't happen any other way. An orange is not going to happen on the end of an orange branch unless that branch is connected to the tree. Muscadines are not going to grow on a muscadine branch if, if that branch suddenly gets separated. Separation is what causes unfruitfulness. And so you have to pay attention, and I have to pay attention in our life, to how is the enemy wanting to bring these moments, if you will, of separation, these temptations of separation where we disconnect our heart from what the Lord's wanting to do and we connect our heart to our own purposes and plans or kind of letting the guard down in our life. Those are the moments that we have to be uh, striving, if you will, to pay attention to in order to, to really stay and maintain our connection with the Lord. Now, let's keep looking, all right? Uh, in John uh, 15, 5 through 8, in most Bibles, you'll see this separate. This is kind of a separate thought then, but again, building on what he's just said. He says, I'm the vine and you're the branches. If you remain in me and I remain in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, what? You can do nothing. So again, anytime Jesus repeats something, pay attention Anytime, any anytime Jesus is is repeating something, he realizes that this is an area of our life that we can be hard headed. He realizes that this is an area of our life that the enemy is going to come and try to take advantage of. All right, so pay 
attention, I think Jesus is saying. He's underscoring this idea of staying connected. And he says, if you do not remain in me, you're like a branch that is thrown away and withers and such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you. Now listen to this. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Now, just just pause right there. He's not just, if you read the words of Jesus throughout the gospels in, in context, you realize Jesus never was just talking about spiritual blessings, although spiritual blessings are included. He was always talking about the things of life, the spiritual, the internal blessings and the external blessings, the things we need to thrive on the inside, the things we need to thrive on the outside. In fact, you know, we realize in the kingdom that lasting transformation happens from the inside out, that your external life will thrive and flourish as your internal life with the Lord is thriving and flourishing. And so we know that that's how this is connected. We're not trying to connect external blessing outside of of walking with the Lord and staying connected, all right? But I, I want you to see that this is super important here. He said, if you remain in me, that place of connection, that place of abiding, that place of intimacy, that place of knowing my heart, knowing my voice, having a vision for what I've called you to do, understanding your unique design, pursuing the assignment that I've given you, being faithful. I mean, all the stuff, right? Doing the stuff. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Now, how could he say that? Well, number one, he knows that when we ask in faith, faith activates the power of God, the movement of God in our life and on our behalf. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so he knows that when we're remaining in him, when we're abiding in him, faith is growing for the things that that God has called us to. And he's inviting us to ask. Listen, if you grew up in sort of a religious beggar sort of syndrome, which a lot of us did, of just, oh God, if you could just bless me, if you could just, just a crumb from the table, you know, I'd just be satisfied with that. Just a drop of water on my tongue, you know, just, oh, I'm just thankful to not be going to hell. If you grew up in that kind of mess all the time, this, this kind of scripture is almost offensive to you, right? Because you're like, where? That can't be true. Or, well, he's only talking about spiritual blessings. He's not talking actually about, about physical blessings. And yet when you read, like, you know, for example, Matthew 6, where Jesus is talking about provision and the abundance of provision for the realm that we've been designed for, you know, all, all, all the things that, that he promises, you realize that there is a promise of abundance for everything that we need in this life. And, and God's not trying to withhold that from us. He's trying to get us to access that by faith. I'm going to say that again. God's not trying to withhold blessing for you because he's already uh, to, you know, because he's already given you everything you need by grace. He's trying to teach you how to access those things which he's already given to you what? By faith. And as you begin to do that, that's how you begin to see the kingdom flowing in your life. And so Jesus is inviting us in that. He said, "Hey, Part of you getting to stay here with me and remain in me and walk with me is that you get to ask whatever 
You wish whatever I'm putting on your heart, whatever dream and vision and passion that I put on your heart, whatever you're coming up against right now in this life that you need, ask for it. Ask for the solution. It's here. It's here in abundance. It's here for you. And I'll give it to you, right? Now, now keep reading there. It says, this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. So, so again, get, get this concept here. This is God's idea. <laughs> God's the vine dresser, the, the gardener. Jesus is, is the vine. He's the one that designed us for connection. In that place of staying connected, we have everything that we need. And there's more that he has for us. And, that it, and as we're walking through our life and we need whatever it is that we need, whether it is a physical need, a spiritual need, an emotional need, a practical need of any kind, whether it's the desire of our heart. The Bible says beautifully that as we delight ourselves in the Lord, he'll give us the desires of our heart, whether it's something you need to pursue the assignment that God has given you, whether it's something that you need to be a blessing to others. Jesus is saying what? Ask. And he says, that's a part, you asking, you asking and moving in this place of abiding and asking and receiving by faith. This is to it says, my father's glory, that you bear much fruit. And what does that say right there? Look again, showing yourselves to be my disciples. In other words, when you're bearing fruit in your life, when you're walking in this place of thriving with the Lord, that is bearing fruit. That is displaying proof, if you will, that you are a disciple. It's kind of like that verse in Deuteronomy. I think it's Deuteronomy 28 that talks about, or maybe Deuteronomy 8. I have to go back and look. But in Deuteronomy, uh, where it talks about, you know, God will give you the power to make wealth and so it will confirm his covenant with you. In other words, God wants to bless you. And when you're walking in the blessing of the Lord and the fruitfulness of the Lord, it confirms his goodness. It confirms his love for you. And so my friend, I just want to encourage you today that the kingdom life that you and I have been invited to live in uh, and flow in and be connected in, uh, in Jesus through the finished work of the cross is not one of religious hoops and some sort of religious hamster wheel and treadmill. It is a life of connection and of receiving by faith everything that God has given you by grace so that your life will naturally bear the fruit of the kingdom so that you'll get to walk in the abundant life so that your life will be an abundant blessing to others. That's how the kingdom of God was designed to operate in all of us. My friend, I love you so much. I'm so glad that you're joining me here on God's Plan for Living. Make sure that you're subscribed. Be sure to to leave us a review uh, if you're listening on a podcast platform. If you're on YouTube, be sure to leave us a comment and that sort of thing. Also, check out the links uh, that are below. I love you, my friend. God's got great, great things. Join me again right here on God's Plan for Living, and I'll see you soon. Bye.